This is episode number 44 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're glad you guys could be with us today in this, I don't know, we're like in a post-4th of July week. It's a haze. Yeah. People are, man, it was it was so close to the end of the weekend, but not quite there. Not, not quite there. People <laughs> having to go back on Friday were like, ugh, I hate life. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're like me and take Fridays off. That's right. <laughs> we didn't like your birthday, America. That's right. <laughs> didn't come on a Saturday. <laughs> Think again next time. <laughs> if you're going to have a revolution. Make it on Saturday every year. <laughs> we got stuff to do. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds ridiculous. So, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, so we, we actually had a really cool thing happen. Uh, well, so we, we actually had to go out of town for, for 4th of July. We went had to, to. Yep. Oh, man. Well, it, I mean, like, it, it, it's, I mean, it, it is an obligation, but it's fun. Sure. So, uh, every four years, the family reunion's in Louisiana. Okay. So we went to Louisiana. All right. And, and visited with the family and uh, had a the good family, time. Family, you the, mean. The family. <laughs> um, but... Like our neighborhood's really big on particularly like, you know, patriotic holidays. And so there's, there's always like a big 4th of July parade in the neighborhood. I think yours does one too, don't they? We sure do. Ours is golf carts. Yeah. So, and uh, ours is all kinds of stuff. You know, (laughs) you never know what's going to come rolling down the street. Um, But anyway, uh, I had one of the, one of the ladies in the neighborhood reach out to me this year uh, and ask if they could use one of our horses Mm. for the parade. Uh, And, uh, you know, that that can be kind of tricky because, you know, if people don't know what they're doing, it, it can be dangerous. Sure. Uh, for them and the horse. Yeah. Um, and other people. Right. And so I, I assume you're like, well, they want it to like pull a wagon or somebody wants to ride him or something like that. And and so I, I, I talked to her for a while and it ended up being the coolest thing. So in my neighborhood, we had this 93-year-old 93, 93 man who just recently passed away. Okay. Who was a World War II veteran. Oh, Yeah, cool. like active combat at D-Day. Wow. Veteran, living in our neighborhood. Yeah. I never got to meet him. Okay. Um, but he just, he, and he passed away on this past D-Day. Wow. And so what they wanted to do, some of the ladies got together and said they, it would be really cool if we had a riderless horse at the end of the parade for the, for the neighborhood parade. And so they, okay. they called and asked if they could, if they could, you know, saddle up old biscuit biscuit and, and called for duty, called up for duty. So, so biscuit got to ride at the end of the parade and how cool and, and honor that veteran. So that was, that was really, really cool. So yeah. was, even though we didn't get to be here and see it, we got some pictures and, yeah. uh, it was, it, it was, it was a cool way to participate even though we couldn't, couldn't be in town, man. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. We were, we were honored. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, that it's, it's funny you say that and as you're, as I hear you talking about this 93 year old man, my, my grandpa just turned, uh, 92 mm-hmm. in June and, um, and he was a world war two vet as oh, well. Wow. Uh, and, and not too long ago we were together as a family and, um, 
man, we, we just found ourselves sitting around listening to him talk well, yeah. about stuff that was happening. And, and some of it I'd heard before, but uh, some of it I'd never heard in my life. But I mean, he drove tanks in World War II. That was what he did. So was he, was he in the European theater? Yeah. No. Oh, wow. And so it was just amazing to, to hear him talk about just some of the ways that happened and how he got called up for duty and, and different mm. things like that. It was just, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to just sit around and, and listen to some of those guys that, that fought, you know, really, really, really fought for, for our country and, and to keep us free and those sorts of things. So, yeah. uh, yeah, what an honor for biscuit to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even realize it. He, he, he had no clue. He was like, another they day taking, with carrots. Where are they taking me? <laughs> I was fine where I was. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having to move. <laughs> so, well, anyway, this, this episode we were, we were kind of excited about, not kind of, we, we are really excited about this one because yeah. it's something you and I are both pretty passionate about. Absolutely. Because we felt like many of you might be living in the post 4th of July grill envy haze. Yep. And so we decided to have an episode where we talked about all the types of grills that we love. Well, yeah. Well, all of the types of grills and then the ones we love. And then the ones we love. Yeah. 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 So this is, this is going to be interesting as we just kind of go through and talk about different, different types, because I, I don't know if you know, it's, it's amazing to me whenever I talk about grilling, how many people don't understand the type of grill that I have. Right. I, I may say it and they don't, they don't understand. So I really enjoy, you know, talking about those sorts of things. So, um, and most people don't care and just want a Weber. Right. And there ain't nothing wrong with a Weber. No, it does what it was intended to do. Um, but you know, maybe you want to do a little more, maybe you want to not do a little bit more. So we're just going to kind of talk through some pros and cons and some, some information about some, some, what I would call newer technology, uh, and, and some technology that's been around for ages that, People are just now kind of catching on to uh, those sorts of things. So. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll probably bring up some some oddballs here and there yeah, as well. Absolutely, yeah, but you know, the, the Weber is probably a good place to start. I okay, mean, like, let's 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 baseline this thing. All right. I mean, if you don't know what the Weber is, there's you know, it's often imitated. Yeah, and that's just it. It's I mean, like there's there's not much special going on here. It's a round, lidded, charcoal grill. That's all it is. And yeah. it's fantastic yeah. for burgers, hot dogs. I mean, I guess you could probably make a pretty good steak on it as well if you really yeah, wanted to. I mean, you can get those things hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, super hot. In fact, uh, a few years ago, um, we were grilling with some friends. We were over their house, and that's what they were cooking burgers on. Sure. And um, all of a sudden, we hear a curdling scream, and my son runs in. And we're like, what's going on? What's going on? We couldn't tell. We couldn't tell what's going on. And he's he's screaming. He's holding his arm. And he had apparently tried to take the lid off of this thing. And in doing so, his his forearm touched the top of this. Well, touched the lid as he's Jeez. grabbing the handle and burned uh, on on him. It was about a four inch. Uh, section of oh his arm. Gosh, that's crazy painful. Like four inches is a long, a, a big space on any person's arm, but let alone a, 
He was two at the time. Yeah. And so, uh, man. Where those, were you this whole time? We were inside. What were you doing, man? Well, we were eating. Jeez. <laughs> he was acting. Well, You're going to get CPS called on the homeowner show. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, honestly, the, the thing that's crazy about it is it had been all. I mean, we had been done and we had put the, you know, we tried to put it out as much as we we thought we had put it out um, and moved it over to the side uh, with where we thought it was going to be out of the way of everybody. And yet, you know, he's two kids are going to find it, man. Absolutely. They are. So um, they, (laughs) those things can get really, really hot. Um, But yeah, it's just a baseline. Uh, You put match light in there or, or, or whatever and light it up and there you go. Yeah. Nothing super special about it. Um, I mean, beyond that, I mean, I, I guess you could make some ribs on there if sure. you really wanted to, but I mean like outside of that, maybe some grilled chicken. Yep. I mean, but like nothing complicated. No, no. And, and, and what you mean by complicated is nothing that takes much time. Right. I mean, because basically it's not what it's built for. It's not what it's built for. However, you would be super surprised at the fact that just about two months ago, Mm-hmm. I smoked an entire brisket on one. Really? Yes. They make an insert for mm-hmm. these things that um, basically you put you put all the charcoal on on one side. Okay. So in the bottom of it, it basic basically it goes in half of it, and you put the charcoal in, and you start it burning from one end, and it slowly burns the rest of the charcoal very slowly. Um, and you put your, you know, your smoke, your wood chips, chips in there, whatever yeah. you want in there. And um, we smoked an entire brisket for 12 hours on one of those things. So um, you might be surprised. The, the thing, the reason we did that is because we were at a lake house. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a smoker there and we wanted to smoke a brisket. And so it was a, it was a portable option. It's hmm. not something I would do at my house all the time, but right. it was really interesting uh, that they're making some retrofitted items in order to make those things a little more portable, I guess. So how did it turn out? It was fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, it was really, really good. I was I was super skeptical whenever, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't my grill. Yeah. Um, I just participated in the process of preparing the brisket and making sure we got it going and everything, but yeah. um, I was skeptical, I'll say but I, I'm not a skeptic anymore. It was amazing. <laughs> I need I need to find, if I can find the, that insert, I will link it up in the show notes. Because okay. if you, you may have one of those, so you may think, hey, it's just for grilling hot dogs and hamburgers. But honestly, without something like that, that's all you're going to really get from that grill. Yeah. So um, probably moving just up from that, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're getting into a different type of fuel. Right. Right. Because just up from that, you're probably looking at at, at propane. Um, so there's tons and tons of different brands out there that you can get propane grills for. Right. Um, and and they're they do great. I mean, what for me? Have you had a propane grill before? Oh yeah. Yeah. So so what for you was like the the most beneficial thing about having a propane grill? Uh, I mean. So I've always kind of had both. And, and, and so we haven't really talked about like the, the smoker barrel combo yet. Right. But I've always had a, a, a fuel source other than 
wood and charcoal as an option. Okay. And the reason I do is because one, it's hotter. Yeah. And more even. Yeah. And, and so that's where I like to come in with my finer meats that I actually want to get grill marks on mm. and, 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 and get a, an even, and, and particularly like steaks. Yeah. You know, I, I want to, that way I can get that perfect medium rare yeah. on my, on my meat. Like I like it because yeah. I know exactly how much time on each side I can get the markings on that meat. I can get the, the caramelization that I want because I know that that temperature is going to be even all the way across the grill. Sure. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I, I think I love most about a propane grill is how quickly they get hot. Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't have to baby that at all. You don't. I mean, you you don't have to wait for your charcoal to, <laughs> to burn down to the right, you know, right thing. You don't have to, I mean, a lot of people are using these chimneys now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're very so, effective. Yeah, they're great. And and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to any, you know, any store. Walmart even has them. Uh, go to the grilling section, and they're, these, they're, they're basically a, a bucket with a handle on it. You put your charcoal in there and light it, and it, it lights very quickly. It gets hot very quickly, and then you just dump it into your to your grill. You, you do typically have to have some sort of like kindling or yeah. something to activate it at the bottom, but yeah. like newspaper or something sure. like that. But it still <clears throat> it burns very quickly and in comparison to just lighting the charcoal. Right. Um, but with propane, it's a simple process. You, In fact, a lot of them have electric starters on them. Yep. You turn the propane on, click the button, or turn the turn the burner on, click the button, and boom, you got you got heat coming. Yeah. And it doesn't take long uh, for it to get hot. And, you know, if, if you are doing a steak, I mean, a lot of times you want that grill up 500 degrees uh, plus. Yeah. Even. Um, and propane will get there really, really quickly. And it's it's difficult to get that kind of heat with charcoal. It is. So, I it mean, really and, is. and even if you have like a spot on the grill that's like 500 degrees, there's probably another spot on there that's like 300. Sure. And just, it's just not an even, yep, as as even of a heat source. Yeah, um, and and some people are probably gonna get mad at me. It's like you're just not doing it right. <laughs> I, I I get it. You know, yeah, you're you're a charcoal god, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, <laughs> you know, but it's it's just not it's not gonna be as even. Yeah, so no, ever yeah, that that sounds like a good name of a song. Which one? Charcoal God. Charcoal God. Somewhere that's a name of a song. Who would sing that? I don't know. It doesn't sound like somebody I'd be a fan of. Well, I'm not saying it'd be a bad song. I just wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be weird. It would be a weird song. Yeah. Yeah. Be talking about the uneven. I don't even like the kind of person that I'm talking about right now. <laughs> That's funny. They drink like Lone Star beer or something. That's, oh, gosh. Keystone. Oh, man. We're, Terrible. We're, we're isolating ourselves from all sorts of people today. Yes, aren't we, we are. Yeah. Yes, yes, we Let's are. Let's get away from that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, well, I, 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 hang on. I, want, I do want to say this about propane because it sounds like I'm sort of a fanboy. Here, here's my here's my downside with propane. Like, rarely will I ever see a Weber grill out by the trash pile. That's true. I consistently see propane grills out by the trash pile. And I think part of it is because there's a lot of them out there that are just really terribly made and yep. they're, they only last thin, like a year. Thin metal. Yeah. And so they, they rust and corrode right. and the burners just go to pot really, really easy. And, and, and so what I will say is that's not the case with 
all propane grills. Correct. You know, if you're willing to spend a little bit more money, you can get one that can last a really, really long yeah. time that has, you know, the burners are easy to replace. And, um, but most people tend to go the route of buying the 129 special from right. the grocery store or something. Right. And look, it's just not going to last. No. And and, 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 and I guess that would be one of my recommendations. If you're going to go with a propane grill, which let me tell you, they're, they're, they're popular, they're inexpensive, and they do a great job if you want to cook, you know, chicken or, or, or you know, hamburgers, hot dogs. Steaks, if you want whatever, steaks, yeah. it, they're, they're, they do a great job with that kind of stuff. Find a grill, if you want to keep it for a long time, find a grill that has thicker metal and that has parts that you know are common and replaceable. Yeah. And, and those parts are going to be things like the grill grates, uh, not all grill grates are create equal, right? Um, and the burners specifically find find something that you can replace those things on, and you could potentially keep that grill for a very long time. Yeah, and uh, again, I think the the product that you intend to create with this thing will determine the kind of grill you ultimately end up getting. Because, like we said, you're probably not going to make a brisket no on a propane grill, uh, not one that you want to eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be tough and it will not be good. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, let's maybe take a step back because what we did we did not mention probably the most basic of all grills and that's just a fire. A fire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I that's where I first began doing any type of grilling because I was in scouts. Mm-hmm. And in scouts, we cooked on a fire a lot sure uh and so well, one of my favorite ways to cook even still today is with a, a dutch oven i was gonna say yeah it's my it's like my favorite yeah i mean I, I, one of my favorite things to cook in a dutch oven is a pineapple upside down cake there you go oh man get the coals up there on the top and uh, on the bottom and i mean you can do a lot of really cool things over a fire um so don't ever limit yourself on, yeah and you can that. you can I mean, like it's cheap to make a fire. Sure, it is safely. Yeah. Um, and a Dutch oven, like a good Dutch oven, you can pick it up for forty bucks. Yeah. I mean, and and you can. I mean, you don't just have to use it for an oven. You can use it as as a skillet if you oh, want yeah. to. Oh yeah, it's, it's cast iron. You Absolutely, can, you can do anything. Yeah, I've actually pot of soup. <laughs> yeah, I've actually rigged up a just a, a skillet with a lid. You know, turn the lid upside down and make a skillet with it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things you can do with the Dutch oven. So don't limit yourself whenever it comes <laughs> to that. Um, so an, another weird one that I don't I don't see around very often um, is an electric grill. Okay. Do you see electric grills very often? No, not really. No, and <laughs> I mean, and part of that is so like they exist. Yep. But like outside, not so much. No. Um, and that's kind of the issue is like. If you're going to grill, it's typically going to be on a source that you can do it outside because a grill typically makes a lot of smoke and right. different things like that. But yeah, they do exist. Yeah. I don't recommend them. No, I don't either. Uh, so if you if you see one, um, you, you really have to ask yourself a question. What am I trying to do with this grill? Right. And, and if you can answer that question with, I want to be outside at all, and, and I've you know, I want the, one of the beautiful things about using a grill is you're not, uh, you're not heating up your home. Right. I mean, anytime you turn the stove on, anytime you turn the oven on, those things create heat. And so, you know, 
you do it outside and it keeps all that outside. So, well, and I mean, like, I mean, just speaking historically, I mean, like particularly around here, the kitchen used to be a separate building. Yeah. You know, like you did all your, because exactly for the reason you just mentioned, it was such an amount of heat that yep. was produced. You don't want that in the house. Right. Making everybody hot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the next one that I that I think I want to move up to next is a ceramic grill. All right. So you it, have one of these, don't you? I do. This is the one I was talking about earlier that uh, there's a lot of people out there that don't know much about ceramic grills. Um, and it's, it's really a genius product and it's kind of, I mean, it's a big, thick piece of ceramic, like you would pot plants in, right? Only it's about an inch thick. And typically you see them in the shape of an egg. Right. And so the, the most common one out there, the name that you would hear about is big green egg. Right. I'm not endorsing Big Green Egg here. Big Green Egg, if you would like me to endorse you, send me some money and I'll do that. But <laughs> for now, I'm just using your name as an example. Um, and and it's pretty simple technology. They've got a one-inch um, ceramic that is in the shape of an egg. And at the bottom, there is a, um, a vent. And at the top, there's a vent. And in the middle... There's a, there's what's a, called a, a charcoal, it's a charcoal bowl, basically. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that sits a grill, uh, grill grate, and then you're, you're good to go. Uh, one of the things that you have to know about these ceramic grills is you cannot use regular charcoal in them. Right. You have to use lump charcoal. The really, the big difference is the lump charcoal is a more natural charcoal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no chemicals in it. I actually prefer lump charcoal anyway. I do too. I think it burns better. Uh, one of the things that's beautiful about lump charcoal that a lot of people are unaware of is you can reuse lump charcoal. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, whenever I'm done grilling, I'll just shut the vents off, and it it snuffs out the the fire, and whatever's left, I just light it up again. Right, and it can reuse it, add what I need, and then there good to go. But here's what's really unique about this type of grill. Because of the thick um, wall of, of the ceramic, one of the things that makes it so unique from just a metal, a thin metal grill is it holds its temperature really, really well. Yeah. So let, let's say, for example, um, you want to cook something on 350 degrees, um, whatever it is, chicken. You want to cook it 350 degrees. You can set this thing, um, you know, based on the vents, um, set it to where the temperature comes up to 350 degrees, set your vents just right, and it'll hold that temperature for hours, Mm -hmm. which makes it exceptionally good at doing things like smoking, and you can bake on it. I regularly, uh, I would much rather cook a pizza on my egg than I would in my oven. Yeah. Uh, for lots of reasons. It, you know, if you've ever, if you've ever taken a frozen pizza and put it in your oven, um, do you do this very often? No. No. So, if you do... But I'm weird like that. I That's okay. I like to make the dough. I like sure. to make the sauce. I like, to- I like that too, but sometimes expediency is of the essence. So, 
these things tell you to just put them directly on the grate. Right. And there's a reason for that because they want the, the, the dough to get crispy. Right. So you have a crust. Uh, if you put it on a, a pie sheet or whatever, um, it, it just doesn't get crispy the same way. Well, when you do that, stuff falls off sometimes. Right. It's in the bottom of your oven and, you know, then it's there forever and it's, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. You do that in a grill, no big deal. Burns just it up. Burn, falls down, burns it up, no big deal. Um, I've cooked casseroles on my grill. Mm. Um, I have not done this, but I went to a demonstration one time and they were cooking cookies, chocolate chip cookies on the grill. <laughs> because again, these things hold their temperature so well like an oven right. that it gives you a consistent temperature in there at all times um so it's it's a beautiful thing um but you can also smoke on these things so they have what's called a deflector plate that you put down on top of uh on top of the charcoal bowl Mm -hmm. uh that deflects the direct heat so you get indirect heat um instead of direct heat direct heat is what you're getting from a flame just come straight up touches your food, whatever, direct heat. Indirect heat's going to kind of um, create more of that oven uh, effect. And so uh, you put your wood chips down to the bottom and um, big pile of charcoal, and you can cook for 12 hours, and it's going to yeah. hold its temperature really, really well. Um, I've smoked I've smoked multiple briskets, ribs. I've smoked a ham there you go. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I've smoked chickens before, um, pork butts, all those sorts of things. And they consistently turn out incredibly good. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you, have you done, and, and this is kind of a little bit of tangent and, and may really more apply to like the propane grill we were talking about. Okay. Have you done much fish? I, I don't like fish all that much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like shellfish quite a bit, sure. but like just regular fish, I don't cook much of it because I don't prefer it. Yeah. So uh, I really can't speak towards fish very much. Now, have you have you ever? And I'm I'm asking this for a reason. Have you ever like caught a fish that day, cleaned it, and then thrown it on the grill? Yes, but not on my grill. <laughs> I've done it over at other people's house, and you still didn't like it. Still, I no, I actually do like that. Okay, and 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 what? Yeah, because that made a significant difference to me. Oh yeah, the the more fresh the fish is, the more I like it. In fact, we were up in Alaska one uh, one year for vacation, and I mean, you know, people either like salmon or they don't typically because it's got a kind of a strong taste to it. Sure. Um, man, that stuff that came fresh out of the water. So good. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. So yeah. I, I that does make a big difference. So I mean, um, yeah, I was just gonna say, I mean, like grilled fish, fresh grilled fish, phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. If I mean like if you can if you can do it. Yeah. If you can find it. <laughs> well, I mean it's it's not easy to prepare either. No. I mean, like you can overcook it and then it's just nasty. Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah. So um one of the things I love about this uh, grill too is uh, you can get it really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not difficult for me to get this thing to 600 degrees oh, wow. for steaks, for example. Um, and 
the reason you get it that hot is because you don't want the inside to cook. You right. want the you want the inside to be, you know, not cooked as much. <laughs> so you get it really hot, you flip it, and uh, you're good to go. Just a few minutes and you've got good steaks. Yeah. Um the thing uh, one of the one of the real big downsides uh to these grills, couple of them. One of them is that they're they take forever to to cool down. I was going to say, yeah. They take forever to cool down. I mean, it's not unusual if I'm, for instance, if let's say I'm just doing chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Um, I typically, personally, I cook that on about 350 and I'll go out there three hours later and it's still 100 degrees. And that's three hours yeah. after I've done. Uh, it, they just, they they take forever to cool down. So part of the problem for me is I, I, I have mine covered. Well, I have to remember hours and hours later to go back out and cover it. Where a lot of these, you you know, a propane grill, for example, you you cook your meat, go inside, you eat. By the time you're done, go cover it back up. Yeah. Um, I will say this: there's another benefit that you get from uh, from these ceramic grills that I have not found with any other grill, and that is because of the thickness of the grill itself. They retain moisture in meat really, really well. Hmm. I've overcooked chicken accidentally, and it still becomes out moist. Um, you know, typically you're you're cooking chicken to 160 degrees. Yeah. Um, I've I've actually had it at 180 before, and I was just so mad. I just got busy inside cooking the other stuff, and I come out and I'm like, ah, 180 degrees. This is ruined. Right. You know? Take it in, cut it up. One of the best I ever had, but it was still moist, yeah. which is ridiculous that you would have any juice left. Well, in yeah, chicken is not very forgiving. It's not, and so um, it's just something with the, that ceramic that that allows you to do that. Um, you could have just had a fat bird. Mm, actually, the fatter they are, the worse they are. <laughs> That's uh, something I learned not too long ago from a friend of mine who worked. At a chicken place, <laughs> the fatter they are, the more muscle they have on them, and so they're they're not as good. Um, okay, so I told you one con about them, which is just that they they take forever to to cool down. Another con, uh, specifically with a big green egg, is cleaning them out. Mm-hmm. Is you got to go in there and you got to clean the the ashes out, and basically that's a process because you got to take everything out and dig them out mm. um can't stick like a shop vac down in there and i mean i guess you could yeah but you still it's still something you have to you have to take the grill grade out you gotta you know it's just a, it's a process whereas there are other companies out there uh for instance i don't have a big green egg mm-hmm. i have an off-brand right um and part of the reason I have an off-brand is because the big green eggs are extremely expensive. <laughs> uh, for, How much are they going for? So, um, if if you're just looking at just basic price of a regular kind of what they call their large egg, which is what most people would probably go out and buy, just because of the cooking surface that it you know the size of the cooking surface, uh, you're looking you're looking at eight hundred dollars or more. Oh wow! Um, if you go with the extra large. Um, which is really pretty big. Uh, they're they're running between ten and eleven hundred dollars. Mm. Um, and so these things are are really really expensive. To where the one I got, 
I got on, you know, in August. So at the end of the season. Yeah. And I paid 300 bucks for it. Oh, wow. Which is not much more than some propane sure. grills would be. A good one, yeah. In fact, some propane grills are more than that. Yeah. Even. Um, so you have all but, the fancy doodads and, and yeah, whatnots on it. Yeah. Exactly. But here's what's crazy is m- the one that I have, it has features on it uh, that the Big Green Egg doesn't have on it. Um, and it came with more accessories. Mm. Uh, the big green egg, you're going to have to pay for side tables and you're going to have to pay for what they call a nest, which is just what you, you know, you set in. It's a stand. Basically you got to pay for a cover separately. Whereas, uh, the one I got, all those accessories came with it for 300 bucks. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's a great deal. But one of the things that it has is it has a removable ashtray. Okay. So, you literally just loosen a couple of knobs, pull the ashtray out, dump it, and you're you're good to go. Hmm. The other thing that's really super interesting is they just the the one that I've got. It's a Vision. The, okay. the brand is Vision. They sell them at Home Depot. They sell them at Sam's. The one I got was at Sam's Club. Um, they they now created a propane and natural gas insert oh so basically you just take that ashtray out and put, and put insert this in. insert in <laughs> and if you want propane you got propane so nice yeah brilliant um so there's some deficiencies the big green egg has um <laughs> but this technology has been around for a long time yeah the big green egg has been around for 20 or 30 years yeah um, my, so. my big question was you know so say i needed it at 350 and i accidentally get it up to like 400 yeah how do i get it down to well you you close you close down the vents yeah and it takes time yeah i was gonna say you're you're setting yourself back probably an hour or two at that point uh not quite an hour but it's easy 30 minutes for to go 50 degrees uh this is another thing whenever it comes to to smoking in these things is you know you want to smoke around 225 250 at the most yeah um and so when you're smoking, it doesn't take long for it to get up to that temperature and you got to close the vents down and you kind of, you kind of got to watch it cause it's easy to so get you gotta it. You got to kind of baby it. Yeah. Yeah. To begin with, once you get it closed down uh, with the vents, you're good to go. Um, but that is something that you have to be really careful with these grills as they get really, really hot yeah. really easily. Um, any other questions about the egg? I don't think so. I mean, that, it sort of leads me into, um, and I know we wanted to talk about some of the pellet grills, but yeah. they, they do make the propane smokers as well. Yeah, as they what, do. And there's electric ones as well. I don't really let those count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Uh, yeah, uh, but but they do make natural gas and, yeah. and propane smokers that you add wood chips and things to. Sure. And... Uh, so to me, there's there's good and bad about that, right? The, the good being really easy to keep a consistent temperature to evenly cook that meat like yep. you're supposed to. Yep. The, 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 the downside being that there's really not that much art to it. No. And, uh, you know, and if, if you like actually enjoy kind of getting your hands into the the art of barbecue mm-hmm. and and playing around with the wood and stoking your fire and making sure that your your box is right you know then it's probably not for you right but if you're just looking to like easily pump out some pretty consistent brisket and ribs and hams and turkeys and all these different things that you might smoke 
then it's a good option. And it's yeah. a pretty affordable one too. It is. I mean, I think you can usually get into one of those things for like 200 bucks. Yeah. So, and it'll cook the meat right. Sure. It will. So, and it, again, you don't have to baby it. it. It comes down to what do you want to do? And, and this is a good time, I think, to insert a, another type of grill, which is just a, an old school smoker. Right. I mean, where, where you've got, it's, it's a round barrel with the side box on it. Right. And a chimney. Mm-hmm. And you put your wood over in the side box and let it smoke its way over into the yeah. to the barrel and then comes out through the chimney. Which is my go-to. Sure. That's what you've got here yeah. uh, at your house. Absolutely. And and part of the reason it's my go-to, uh, and it's a barrel design, but it's not a barrel. It's like a big, whatever. I don't know what it's made out of. I don't either. Big, thick metal is metal. what it is. Yep. Um but I, I like it because I can I can put a ton of food on that thing yes, and, and cook it all at the same time. Yep. And and typically if I'm smoking, which is what I like to do on there, yeah. Um I'd I'd rather do a lot of meat all at once rather than like one or two things. And and it's usually because I like I like having big groups of people over that I can cook for. Yeah. And so the more the merrier as far as I'm concerned when it comes to that. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a production at that yeah. point, you know, how much can I put out? Yeah. And, that, and that's definitely a, a disadvantage to an egg mm-hmm. is, I mean, depending on what kind what size egg you have, it really limits the amount of meat that you can put on there at once. Yeah. Cause I can, I can on, on mine and mine's pretty typical for the size. Yeah. I can probably fit, you know, six to seven good sized briskets on that thing. Yeah. You know, and, and cook them all really well. Yeah. So, um, but you know, but that's me. I mean, that's, and that's, you know, I can all, you know, I could do, you know, many more racks of ribs than that, you know, several turkeys, whatever, you know, I I could, I could fit a lot of meat on that surface and, and get it all done at the same time. It's just a more efficient use of your fuel. It is. It's, if you're going, but there's a couple of downsides. Mm-hmm. One of them is size. Sure. It's it's almost too big if you're not wanting to cook a lot at one time. Yeah. And you have to have a place to store that thing. Yeah. You know, if if you if you want to have a... It's a, a lot of real estate. It is. Um, if you have the real estate, they're great options and they last forever. Yeah. You know? So, no, those things are awesome. So, For sure. Well, in, in, in conjunction that, I mean, like what I'd eventually like to have, I'd, I'd really like to have a, a brick oven. Mm, yeah. Um, For pizzas and um, breads. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and honestly, like brick ovens are a great place to finish steaks. Yes, they are. Um, so, I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to have one just, I mean, for old world cookery. Yep. Which is what I'm into, man. I love, the, I love the old style of thing. I love, you know, putting things on top of the fire. Um, you know, I, I just, I like getting down into like the simplicity of it and then making it taste great. And like, I I love that those options are still available, but like, man, those things are expensive. Yes. The wood, the the brick ovens. Yes. Man. Um, I mean like there's guys offering to, to build them for you and you're you're looking at like 10 grand to get like a really nice one. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are are starting to put those into an outdoor kitchen. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, very popular these days. It ought to be, man. It makes fantastic food. Yes, it does. Um, so, yeah. Um, but again, it's expensive to operate it as well. Yeah. It takes a lot of wood. Yes. To get that, 
you know, half circle of fire going in those things. And then you got to maintain it. And it's, right. it's just a whole ordeal. But, you know, if you're having a big party, you know, it's it's a nice piece. Yeah. And there, there's a reason why, you know, these brick oven pizza companies are are really popular and why they charge what they do. Um, and man, the crust just tastes different coming out of one of those. It does. So and yeah, you get a completely different style of pizza that way. Yeah. So we actually have one not far from here. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. Yeah. They're around here. A lot of them, um, there's, there's some chains of sure. them as well. So, um, yeah, good, good, good stuff. Sorry. We needed to talk about pellet grills. Yeah. Let's, let's move over to those. So, um, the name in pellet grills is Traeger. If you've ever heard of anyone talk about a Traeger, uh, you're, you're, you're hearing them talk about these pellet grills. And, you know, I think, I think the Traeger has almost taken that status symbol away from the big green egg. Oh, absolutely. It has because for years and years and years, your best option at controlling your heat and, and, and having a consistent, good smoked meat is coming from an egg. Right. And that was, that was your best option. Um, Unless you went with a one of these electric smokers, right? Um, those are gonna do what they do. Um, but all Which of a sudden, is blasphemy. I know. All <laughs> of a sudden, uh, Traeger comes along and they build something different. They build what's called a pellet grill. Um, so, so these pellets are the smoke. They're the fire. They're the smoke. Yeah. They're they're they are what cooks the meat. Um, and so it really kind of looks like. Um, bait. Yeah, it looks like fish food that it you're like pumping into the thing. Yeah. So what what these things look like? They've they've actually just redesigned these triggers. They used to look like barrels, just like um. So they were round, right? Um, but they've redesigned them and they look they're more egg shaped. Okay. Uh, they're still you know kind of elongated, um, uh, but they they're now got a little bit of a an egg shape if you're looking at them from the side they've redesigned that because they say that the the way the the smoke rolls in there mm-hmm. rolls a little bit different but most of the knockoffs that you find they're just round okay um and basically the way these work is on the side just like you would have a a, a firebox on on a regular old school smoker these have a little box over to the side you pour the pellets in there, and it it's it's a hopper. Yeah, and so this thing uh, it turns, and when it does, it feeds these pellets into the actual cooking area. And um, what's really amazing about these things is that it's a set it and forget it type of thing. Yeah. So they're electric, um, and so well, they're electric, but they're still burning. Oh yeah. It's weird. The the what's electric about them is the hopper. Yeah. The hopper is electric and so on the outside of the hopper you've got some well they're not all not all of them are electric as far as the knobs go but basically you've got some settings and you can set the amount of heat that you want so you can tell it I want it to be this this degree and then you can set the amount of smoke you want. And a lot of them the the more reasonably priced ones I'll say that. <laughs> Or, or kind of like a light, medium, and heavy amount of smoke. So depending on what you're doing, you may want a lot of smoke at the beginning yeah. and a lot less smoke at the end. Um, a lot of brisket is done that way. Yeah. Um, you know, in fact, most people 
um, they'll they'll wrap their brisket. Yep. And that keeps the smoke from from continuing, but you're just cooking the inside at that point. Yeah. But you know, with some of these, you don't necessarily have to do that, right? Uh, because you can turn the smoke off. You can lighten the amount that you get. Um, well, and for me, like I, I, I wrap my brisket and sure. it has nothing to do with smoke. It has everything to do with seasoning. Sure. I want, I want every bit of that seasoning that I put on that booger to seal in there. Right. And then I want to bring the smoke on. Sure. So that, I mean, that's, that's my reasoning. Sure. Um, I, mean, I but I know plenty of guys that just, you know, full on expose that brisket and yep. rub him down as he goes. Yep. So it you do a lot own. of different things. Yeah. Um, so the, what's really interesting is Traeger has decided to go all in and they have now got Wi-Fi options for theirs. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because basically um, it's one of those deals where, I mean, if you're, if you're going to cook a brisket for 12 hours, man, you, you have stuff to do. Yeah. You've got a life to live. And maybe you do want to, you want to put that thing on at, you know, five o'clock in the morning and you want to go on about your business and you want to go buy the rest of the stuff or you've got clothes to shop for, or, you know, got to get the oil changed into your car or whatever. All you have to do now is look at your phone and it'll tell you exactly what your, your grill's doing. Yeah. And so, um, they've, and then you can, I'm sorry. There's just, there's just something so wrong about that. I agree. And I, I, and I understand that I'm, I'm probably being a little hypocritical. A couple episodes ago, I was like, I got Bluetooth on my lawnmower, <laughs> but like, you know, this, this is just, there, there's just something about it that like, if you're going to do this for me, like, man, you need to like slow down. Yeah. And, in, and enjoy what you're, what you're participating in yeah. and, and, and just really experience it. And like, part of that is, being quiet mm. and not having my phone and yep. just, you know, like, you know, being involved with fire sure. and meat and life and, and just letting that be what you're doing at that moment. It, I, I, you know, and not to get like all preachy or whatever, but like, you know, we all need that reason to step away. And, and this is just a really good excuse. And so like, Fooey on you, Traeger, <laughs> and your bungled hopper and your Wi-Fi. I don't want any part of it, although I'm very intrigued by your product. Yes. <laughs> Send me one and I will test it. Um, I won't. I'll let somebody else do it. I'll I, do I, it. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, what, one of the things that, that is amazing about that, though, is you can change it from right there. Yeah, you can't adjust it you there. Can, you don't have to be there at... I, I, I get it. Like, yeah. It, it, it it's makes, very convenient. It makes sense from a convenience standpoint. Um, you're not getting the same experience that you're talking about, but... Um, you know, if you've got a busy lifestyle and you are choosing to also want to to smoke meat, yeah, this is the best of both worlds. Um, you could just go to a barbecue place. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there, there's definitely that. If you're that busy, that's true. Just go out to eat. <laughs> it, it is amazing what these grills will do, though. Yeah. So. Um, they look and feel more like a traditional, uh, charcoal grill. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and they're, they're a lot lighter. And one of the downsides of a, of an egg is they're heavy. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, they my I think mine is like 250 pounds. Yeah. That <laughs> I'm not moving that thing very far. And some, something I forgot to mention earlier when we we're talking about the ceramic grills, like 
uh, something that I've seen, and this is like an efficiency thing in like a home for people that live in like colder climates, but I've, I've seen, you can go on YouTube and find these guys that build room heaters out of like two ceramic pots and a wow. candle. Wow. And it's because those, those, that ceramic allows you through that candle to like radiate heat throughout that room yeah. efficiently. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's crazy what you, what that, what that can do to a room. Sure. And so you put that on a bigger scale with like an egg, man. It's like that, those things, you're right. They're very efficient yeah. in their use of heat yes. and, and maintaining heat. Yeah. So those, those videos are worth looking up for guys that do that all. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, go look at the Traegers. I'll tell you this, uh, to get, you know, they're, they're smaller, just very basic type of stuff. You're talking anywhere from five to $700. Okay. If you want to get some of their bigger dudes and especially some of those that wind up getting uh wifi, you can spend anywhere from 1500 to $2,000 real yeah. quick. Well, um, and here's, and they here's, have some that are custom that are even more expensive expensive yeah. than that. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say is like, you have to use their pellets. You do. You do have to. And I, I don't remember what those cost, but they're, they're, they're not cheap. They're proprietary. Um, so, so if you look for a, a bag of those, um, and I'm not exactly it, this is, I'm, I'm not the best person to ask on how long they last, but a bag of them are, you know, 20 bucks right. roughly to get a bag of their pellets. Now, from, from what I've heard, and I've, I've, I've talked to plenty of guys that have these and they, they all love it. Sure. They absolutely my, love it. I've got a, my brother-in-law has one. He, uh, he, he loves it. Yeah. I've heard that the pellet, I mean, like part of the reason it's, it's such a cool design is that apparently the, the pellets are very efficient. Yeah. And so it doesn't take a whole lot of them sure. in order to, to keep that temp. Yep. And, and like you said, it's a smart hopper that adjusts. It's awesome. So in a lot of ways now, we have to transition for a moment. I don't know where we're at on time, but <laughs> we have to transition for a moment. And I got to tell you about the smoker I built. Okay. Yeah. You, you shouldn't show me pictures of this thing. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, um, some, my, my wife's side of the family, they've mm. got a, a lake house, um, which is a really loosely defined <laughs> term. Uh, they've, they've got a house on a lake. Um, and it's, uh, it's a natural lake here in Texas, Lake uh, Caddo. And, um, that, that was a little, that was a little pointed at our lake. I don't, I don't know that I appreciate that. Well, it's the only natural lake in Texas. The only natural lake? Lake Cato, Cato Lake is the only natural lake in Texas. I'm fact checking you on that. Do it. <laughs> I promise. Everyone, every else, everyone else is man-made. So, okay. That being said, um, every Thanksgiving we go and we speak, uh, spend a week out out at this place. Uh And so for years and years, um, one of the family members uh, who's about my age, he would bring a a smoker and we would smoke whatever we wanted to for a while. Um, And we kind of got to the point where we're like, huh, there's an old refrigerator here. (laughs) And when I say old refrigerator, I'm talking like, 50s uh-huh. refrigerator metal um looks like a spaceship <laughs> <laughs> this thing is is old it's got the the, the kind of lock you could lock people in the refrigerator because it had a, a latch on it i like that terrible scene from the indiana jones movie exactly <laughs> and so nuclear blast refrigerator that's right all right so uh so we took this thing and and we gutted it out 
mm-hmm. from the inside, took all the insulation out, and um, they're metal on the inside. And so we created a smoker out of this refrigerator. And so you want to talk, I mean, you're, you're talking about, you can put a lot of meat yeah. on your smoker. Um, imagine what you can put in a refrigerator. <laughs> it is unbelievable. The amount of meat that we can smoke <laughs> at one time. Um, it's already got the built in racks. It does. It's got the built in racks. And then even the door, these old things, they had like, um, the racks in the door, uh, were like holes for eggs. Yeah. And so, they're perfect for jalapeno poppers. <laughs> <laughs> you take your jalapeno, you you stuff it with cream cheese or whatever kind of cheese you want, wrap that sucker in bacon, put a, a toothpick in it, set it in a hole. Nice. You do like 30 of them all at once, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, so, you know, we built it out of a, uh, we use propane for okay. this. Uh, so we've got a little propane starter at the bottom uh, to, to regulate the heat. Put your water pan in there, um, wood chips in there as well, and uh, we vented it up at the top. We cut a hole in the top. Very difficult to do, by the way, to put a hole <laughs> in the top of a refrigerator um, and vent it. But uh, but we did that, and dude, every single year we even put wheels on it, yeah, on the, and and like um, handles, so we move it around like a dolly. <laughs> uh, the thing is, it weighs a ton. Y'all still it takes, have it? Oh yeah, yeah, still yeah. U- still in use. It u- gets used every year. That's awesome. Uh, we've been using it now for uh, I guess it's been about four years now. Dude, you got you got to put some pictures up on our Instagram I've, page about this thing. I've got people, it. People need to see this. I'll do it now. Here's what's amazing. So we're in this, you know podunk area of, of texas we go to this uh this little bitty town mm-hmm. outside of Cato lake trying to to find some parts uh for like the wheels and everything so yeah. we can move this thing we walk into this old school hardware store um the kind where you know the guy greets you at the front door can i help you and he knows where everything is so we walk in and the guy you know greets us hey how's it going can i help you uh yeah so here's the thing like (laughs) we've got this old refrigerator and we're gonna make it into a smoker and he goes oh dude follow me i know exactly what you need (laughs) and he starts taking me around he's me and me and uh my other relative here, we he, he starts taking us around and showing us, oh, you should probably get this and this and this, and you can probably do it this way. And and it was like, this guy had already thought this out way more than we had. <laughs> He'd been down this road a few times. That's right. <laughs> and he said one of the most amazing things ever. He said, you know, this is really cool, and I'm excited for you for this, but I'll just have to tell you, the coolest smoker I ever saw was made out of a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> We're like... A dishwasher, and he goes, yeah, man, think about it. The racks just roll right out, (laughs) and they've already got the little space. You just put racks of ribs in there where the glasses should go, and you can, he said, you can literally do about 40 racks of ribs in one of those things. Oh, my gosh. That's Uh, probably one of the most hillbilly things I've ever heard. Dude, and no, I, I completely agree with you, and at the same time, I'm going, I gotta find me an old dishwasher, because that would be awesome. So, I haven't done it yet. No, just don't. <laughs> no, it would be fantastic. I, I think it would be better just to like to build something that was in the shape of a dishwasher. <laughs> 
not the same. <laughs> not th- Does it have the racks that just pull out? That's- well, yeah, you can do that. I mean, like that that's that's doable. Okay, but I just does not- it say Maytag on the front? No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. I don't know. It's it's you know it's clean. <laughs> I, I, I immediately don't trust this man. <laughs> Anyway, it was a ton of fun to build the refrigerator smoker and uh I built an oven out of an old septic system. <laughs> <laughs> no, although no. No. <laughs> I will tell you that on on this property we had an old uh like massive propane tank uh-huh. that um that is not in use anymore. Um but we've considered is there a way we could turn that into a smoker? Yeah. I don't know. I will tell you, I've seen some, uh, there's, there's a place in San Antonio called the Pearl. Oh yeah. Um, and they use big old propane tanks yep. as planters mm-hmm. and they are awesome looking. Yep. So I've seen those. That's appropriate. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, this obviously was not the most exhaustive thing about grills ever, but, uh, just to kind of give you an idea of different types of grills and things that are out there, uh, innovations in the marketplace. Absolutely. And Craig and I love to cook and yes. we, we really love to cook on grills. So, <laughs> um, you know, if you have any questions about grills or, you know, we, we may or may not have the answer, but we'll do our best to answer your questions. So send those in. Yeah, and we probably missed something. So if we did, feel free to uh, publicly shame us. Yes. By sending us a message. Do your worst. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can send it to Twitter. We probably won't respond. <laughs> nope. But it'll be there. Yep. Someone will look at it. For someone to be like, those idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they never responded to me. It's been 14 <laughs> years. <laughs> That's the way it goes. You're, you're very optimistic in the longevity of Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and this show. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. This, you this, never know. This will be the show that takes us down. That's right. That's right. It was the grilling one. That's right. Yeah. So send us a message. If you haven't yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button there in uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. Yep. And the app of your choice. Yes. Um, but also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any other place that social things are happening online. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. It's been a fun episode. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we're here every Tuesday. You can catch us at homeownershow.com or send us a message at info at homeownershow.com. Until then, we'll see you next time. See you.